Hi, I've like a day knows me, Alan Smith. We uh, last Doric Express of this week and um, on Friday, November 18th. So, front page of paper today is Hunt's £54 billion raid on energy industry. Energy industry chiefs last night warned Chancellor Jeremy Hunt um, could drive investment out to the UK as he announced a £54 billion windfall tax. Mr Hunt set out plans to hammer electricity producers and North Sea Island gas firms in his autumn budget yesterday. Uh, the Chancellor uh, hiked the oil and gas windfall tax by 10% to a total of 35%, which is expected to pay out £40 billion to the Treasury by 2028. Meanwhile, electricity generating companies are facing a 45% tax rate, expected to raise £14 billion over the next six years. Um, reacting to the move, Deirdre Michie, Fuzzy Chief Executive of Trade Body Offshore Energies UK, said the tax changes would impact not just North Sea operators, but the hundreds of other companies in their supply chains operating in tunes and cities across the UK. Um, Meanwhile, disposable household income is forecast to drop over the next two years in the biggest fall since 1956. <laughs> That's even before my time. Uh, hitting taxpayers already dealing with a cost of living crisis following yesterday's announcement at Westminster. Um, Mr Hunt also says Scotland will receive £1.5 billion to help fund the NHS and schools as he tried to unpick former Prime Minister Liz Truss's disastrous spending plans. Um, retirees are also heading for a 10% increase uh, to the state pension well, just in time for me retiring for five years um, after the Chancellor confirmed that a triple lock is being protected um, so well nameable good news going about just now and um, you know if you're an island gas lad that's um, not great for you or an electricity producer not really great either but um, you know can't have folk making nine, ten billion pounds every three months and, and expect to pay a bit of more tax and I think because I mean they weren't expecting that money, that's my point of view in it. And so you know, if they get to keep a buckle out but get some to help the poor doing trodden folk, especially in Kentor, then that's good to be good. So anyway, there's all Jeremy Hunt, a silly old chap. Now, this is a Charlie Hoos builds funds brick by brick. So, the Northeast Children's Charity Charlie Hoos has launched the next step in its campaign to help develop a dedicated sports centre. It will gain towards helping children with life-limiting or life-threatening conditions in their families. Uh, since launching in 2018, the Big Build Appeal involves building a custom-made home for the charity on a four-acre site in Woodend Hospital. Uh, following completion, the centre will enable kids and their families to make precious memories together. Plans include a state-of-the-art sensory room, a spa pool, a craft room, a soft play area and a therapy room. Um, so since being established in 2011, the charity has had the goal of having a building so families don't need to travel more than 100 miles south of Aberdeen to get specialist support. Um, last month, Charlie Hoos was the nominated charity of the Society Awards. To reach its target, Charlie Hoos is looking for 4,000 virtual bricks to help raise funds for the facility. Each brick costs £250 and uh, fundraising can be done in different ways. Once fundraisers have uh, bought their virtual brick, 
Charlie Hoos will provide regular build updates and invite contributors to special events. Uh, the campaign has so far gathered £4 million out of a total of £8 million. Um, so Susan Crichton, for the Director of Fundraising, uh, says for everybody at uh, Charlie Hoos, we kind of thank you enough for your generosity and involvement in our activities. Uh, to get involved, visit the Charlie Hoos website. So, well, that is quite a novel idea, knowing if you're in the building, you know, sponsor a brick for £250, and um, that'll be, you know, another brick in the wall, as they say. But, um, yeah, very good idea. There's an ongoing saga with the Don's new stadium. It calls for a grounded beach, so City Council chiefs have been urged to let plans for a new Don stadium at the beach fail because it would announce to the world Aberdeen can't get its act together. Aberdeen in Grampian Chamber of Commerce has urged the authorities' leadership and Fitback Club high-ups to get around the table urgently on funding for the proposed grun. It comes after the SNP and Lib Dem co-leaders ruled out public cash being used to build the uh, £80 million grun. So, it's a wonder nobody's new head about digging about this lads and see if that actually supports. You know, I'm going to be surprised if it was um, some of the old farm maybe, but I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, anyway, um, Liberal Democrat Ian Yule tells us we're not in the business of putting council money into football stadiums. Mere into councillors and MPs butchers maybe. Anyway, Aberdeen FC was all set to build a cheaper stadium in the city's outskirts at Kingsford. It's, uh, the Foucaulter didn't know what there either, so uh, until the local authority asked for them to look at being the anchor project on the beach revamp. Only meters for Petordi, it would keep football fans in the city before and after games, which I think is quite important in that, you know, for the atmosphere it creates. Um, yesterday morning, Chief Executive Russell Borthwick branded our latest scoop as disappointing news. He says, we have a one-off opportunity to mark something incredible happen in the city. Letting it fail, just like union seat pedestrianisation plans, will simply send out the message to the world once again that Aberdeen can't get its act together. Well, I'm 100% behind you there with the pedestrianisation of union seat. That should go ahead immediately. And, um, you know, the council can chip in a few quid to keep Aberdeen in the tune, as it were, and big the new stadium at the yeah, the beach just a, a, a steen's throw, or quite a long steen's throw, but still just a steen's throw for Petordi, then, um, you know, that would be max sense to me, but, you know, common sense is maybe in short supply, as far as councillors are concerned. Now, here's shut schools revealed as fresh strikes on horizon, so a planned teacher strike on Thursday next week will force every school in Murray and Abbott 2 in Shetland to close. And following a meeting of the Scottish Negotiating Committee for Teachers, the EIS union announced two more days of industrial action on January 10th and 11th. The news comes a day, it comes a day after Aberdeenshire Council announced that all primary and secondary schools will be closed due to next week's walkout. Early learning and childcare centres in Murray will be able to bide open as normal. Shetland Islands Council revealed that only... Collivaux and Skeld primary schools will be unaffected by the action. Um, the strike will involve members of the EIS and the Association of Head Teachers and Deputies in Shetland. Um, Isles Haven Nursery in Lerick and out-of-school clubs in uh, Islesborough, 
Sandwick and Bray will also bide open. Aberdeen City Council has said it expects its schools to be significantly disrupted by the planned teacher strike. Well, no poops, Sherlock. <laughs> That's just uh, stating the bleeding obvious, I would think. But looks like there's going to be every single school is going to be shot away for a strike, and you know, it takes them back to good old days in the seventies when um, there was a strikes. I think uh, for a while we only get to school on a Monday and a Friday, and Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday was half a strike. So that was um, pretty decent. I mean, didn't affect my Overall education too much, I wouldn't say. I mean, the teacher said I was going to be a gap anyway, so. And just turned out to be a bigger gap, but that would have been otherwise, so. Not too much here, Dean. Now, here is household set for boost in broadband. Uh, so, more than 4,500 uh, households and businesses in Aberdeenshire will soon have the opportunity to get faster internet as part of a major broadband project. Go Fiber has uh, started the construction of a new full broadband network in Port Lethen in Newton Hill after successfully uh, connecting communities in Stonehaven. The company's network will bring a world-class digital connectivity to the northeast dunes and help tackle the digital divide across Scotland. Um, full fiber networks are considered to be the most efficient allowing communities to upload and download data with none of the disruption that ageing copper networks uh, bring. Once a new network is in place, residents in Aberdeenshire will be able to get speeds of up to 10 gigabytes per second. Um, Sam Calvert, GoFiber Chief Revenue Officer, said we were construction efforts now underway We'll be doing everything we can to tackle the digital divide and equip residents and businesses in Port Lethen and Newton Hall with the tools they need to drive success and innovation, uh, both now and in the future. Um, so you can register if you buy none of that places. Um, we're just going to the company's website, GoFiber, and you can register your interest if you want to be involved in that and leave, leave the rest of us poor souls. Um, Stuck with the old-fashioned way of doing things, but um, you know, seems odd to pick Port Lethen, Newton Hill. I mean, I think they're the cleverest areas. Yeah, but oh well, um, good luck to them, and I hope it is a big success and it's rolled out up as way pretty soon. Because this our broadband can be about a hit or mess. I must admit, it's just um, you know, sometimes okay, next time, yeah, disaster. Now, just finish up with sport as normal, on the back page of the P&J days, uh, Don's boss, sure, on loan start when I be recalled. So, Aberdeen boss Jim Goodwin is confident Liverpool and Celtic when I trigger the recall clause on loan stars Leighton Clarkson and Liam Scales in January. Uh, Liverpool midfielder Clarkson and Celtic defender Scales were both secured this summer on season-long loan deals. Uh, but the parent clubs have the scope to recall the loan stars during the January transfer window if required, but um, everybody's been in touch with them and they, they think, they're thinking the hang's going to be okay, they'll be back after the World Cup break, so um, hopefully that is the case, and um, of course the World Cup will be kicking off this uh, weekend, so um, good luck to anybody but England, I suppose, nah, that really, 
I'm not one of that folk that subscribe to anybody but England, but, um, you know, as long as they get a good game of football and the best team wins, that's what we're needing for. But I must admit, it doesn't really seem like a, a World Cup. I mean, the World Cup should be, you know, sitting outside at, um, Pop was watching it on a screen, big screen outside, you know, when it's a glorious summer day, but, um, nay, under six foot of water like we are in uh, Scotland just now, or certainly up in Aberdeenshire anyway, so, um, yeah, but we'll, we'll see how it pans out, but, um, you know, it's going to be a a different World Cup, that's for sure, but, um, for, once we get back for this, uh, carry on, uh, come on Aberdeen. Now that's me done for the now, just a wee pickle stories of today's paper on Friday, November 18th, 2022. So, um, it's just been a non-stop day of rain up here. I'm not sure how many days that's been raining now for, um, naving on and off. It's just been raining non-stop and, um, there's water away. Main roads are just like rivers. Um, the D and the Dawn have both buster banks at different places. I mean, the, the, Railway station up in Kentor here is just surrounded by water, and um, you know the parks through the back of us. Thank God the, the railway line is acts as a bit of a barrier um, because it stops the water coming up the back of our house. But I see some houses being the road in Kentor here are uh, kind of water right up in our gardens, right up to our back door. So it's uh, not looking good. Um, I think it's just a and the CS isn't even the worst. It was going to be later on the night about nine ten o'clock apparently. So. Uh, when the rivers are at their worst, so um, fingers crossed it isn't going to be too bad for for Abdi. But um, anyway, thanks for listening to this podcast. Do hope you enjoyed it, and if you did, please, please, mind and tell a pal or just uh, somebody about it if you think might like it, and uh, get a a subscribe or something like that so they can listen to every episode and tell them there's absolute honours and honours are back episodes if um, if they've nothing to do some well for a good couple of weeks they could listen to. As much as they like. Um, <clears throat> it doesn't make any difference if it's new news or all news. It's um, it's our Northeast news and it's hard for the Doric Express. So, in the meantime, thanks very much. Cheers now. Toodaloo. <laughs> Lights of all the stories that you've made in a hill.